What's up, everybody? This is Mario, and welcome back to another episode of Talking Endurance and Mastery. And I am now one week away from my Misogi for the year, which is a 100-mile ultramarathon, the Hennepin 100. And what I want to do is I just want to share some thoughts about where I'm at mentally, what I'm worried about, what I'm doing to prevent that from happening, and how I might respond if those big things that I'm afraid of happening actually happen during the race. And I'm going to be sharing this framework that I use to prepare for big races and big events that I hope will be helpful for you with whatever big challenge that you are faced with right now. So first, I'm going to roll the trailer and then we're going to get into it. Do you want to complete an endurance event and elevate all areas of your life, but you don't know where to start? Then you're in the right place. Talking Endurance and Mastery is a podcast to help you create a vision and take steps towards your goals and dreams. I'm your coach, Mario Minner. I've completed events like Ironmans and Ultramarathons, but I believe the true benefit from endurance events is how they help you become the best version of yourself. Join me as I share stories, lessons, and interview guests to help you apply endurance and mastery principles into every area of your life. Are you ready? Let's go. All right, everybody, welcome back. So like I talked about in the intro, I'm now one week away from the Hennepin 100. I just got done with my last long run, which is about 10 miles. And from here, it's just I've just got a few super easy runs, you know, four miles, three miles, five miles, and then it's race day. And so I've been talking about this on Instagram and I've been creating reels and creating content about now that this is all of the physical work is done, how do you prepare mentally for a big challenge? Now, I know that you might you, you might be training for a big event, but you also might not be training for anything endurance event related right now. And so as I'm describing this, I want you to think about whatever your challenge is whether that's a big endurance event or that's just a challenge that you're faced with at work or you know whatever it is that you have going on in your life. Because what I'm going to talk about is a framework that I think can help anybody with any challenge that they are faced with. And I've talked about this framework on the podcast in the past, but this is what I'm going to walk through is the Think, Prevent, Act framework. And it's kind of a combination from a stoic exercise called fear setting. It's also something that I've gotten from a book called uh, The Brave Athlete, which is a sports psychology book, which I've done podcasts on. And I've kind of mixed it all together and put my own little secret sauce together with it. But here's kind of how it works. When you are faced with any big challenge, and as you're getting closer to that big challenge, you start to get a lot of things in your head. It's a lot of just head junk, a lot of fears, a lot of limiting beliefs. Those things start to pop up. And this framework is useful in that. And so what you do is you get out a piece of paper and you list out three columns. And the first column is the think column. The second column is the prepare or prevent column. And then the last column is the act column. And so get out a piece of paper, write down those three columns. Or if you're driving, if you're doing the dishes, if you're on a run, you can you know, start to think about it in terms of three different columns or three different questions. And the first 
column is the think column. And this is where you ask yourself, what, what am I secretly afraid of that? What am I secretly afraid of happening on event day? So what are the things that I'm secretly afraid of that might happen on event day? You know, for, for me, I actually went through this exercise last night, last night, and I wrote it down. And for me, the three biggest things that I'm afraid of, number one is just getting injured during the 100 miles, you know, getting, um, you know, anything in my, my legs, my knees, my hamstrings, my hip flexors, my feet, my toes, like there's a pretty good chance that something is going to happen. So that's the first thing that I'm going to be injured. Uh, The second thing that I'm afraid of, or that I'm secretly worried about is that I'm going to get sick or nauseous or have some sort of like GI issue or digestive issue during this event. In my last big race, the Ironman, I ended up puking multiple times. It was super hot. It was humid. It was in the 90s. And that was rough. And I know that in ultra marathons, this is really almost like an eating competition to be able to put down as many calories and carbs and sodium as you can to sustain your body during a race. So those are the two things. Uh, Another thing is ultimately just not being able to finish. I have done two Ironmans. I've done a 50K ultra marathon. I've done a 50 mile ultra marathon. I've done 29029. I've done all of these big challenges, but I've never done a hundred mile ultra marathon. And that's a legit fear that I have. And I think those two things of getting injured, some type of injury or getting sick, um, is something that could lead to me ultimately not finishing. And so there's a bunch of other things that I'm worried about, but I've basically narrowed it down to those three things. So that is the first step in the process. Get all of the things out that you're secretly worried about. And that's where you think. And I've listed that out. Now we move to the second column. And the second column is the prevent column. And this is where you look at that thing that you just wrote down from think and you list out what are the things that I could do to prevent this from happening? Or another way to think about it is like, what are the things that I can do to prepare for this potential negative outcome? And for me, for getting injured during the 100 miles, what can I do to prevent that from happening? Things that I listed out, stretch as much as possible and do my hip mobility and strength exercises every night before the race. That's one thing that I'm going to commit to. Um, Another thing is just rest properly try and really get as much sleep as I can, uh, try and rest as much as I can these next couple of days and do that. Then the next thing that I put is just listen to my body during the race as I'm running. If I'm going to, if I start to notice different hot spots in my feet or I notice something in my body, I'm going to use that as a sign early on to try and correct and try something that's going to prevent the injury from happening. So that's what I put for that prevent. Now for the fear of getting sick or nauseous um, in the prevent column, I'm going to practice my nutrition. I did that this morning. Uh, One of the things that I did is I realized that there's a specific uh, drink that they have. It's called gnarly uh, nutrition, a fuel um, that they have at the aid stations. I've been training with that on my runs. So that's something that I've been doing. 
Um, another thing is I'm just going to eat and drink safe foods this whole week leading up to the race. And I'm only going to put in the foods in my body that I know that my body tolerates well. And I am also going to bring backup options. So in the scenario that uh, my body isn't tolerating certain things well, I'm going to bring different options. So for example, I've, I'm going to bring some Gatorade Endurance. I'm going to bring some Pedialyte. I'm going to bring water. I'm going to bring Coke. I'm going to bring all of these different things as potential backup options in case my body doesn't react well to the things that they have on the course. So that is what I'm doing to prevent that. And for the last one, not being able to finish, what are the things that I can do to prepare to prevent that from happening? Really, the only things that I listed out here are to just focus on my training and trust my training process. So I, I literally went, went back this week and I looked at all of the miles that I've logged for this race. And I have a spreadsheet where I have all of my, my whole training plan and I've marked it as green for any workout that I hit, red for any workout that I missed. And then I also commented on any workouts where I adjusted and it was basically green. There were, you know, three or four or five missed workouts over these past three months, but that is still a sign to me that I've put in a lot of work. I've been consistent in my training. I'm relatively healthy and that's really all that matters. So I'm focusing on my training. I'm trusting my training. And then the last thing is I just put like, I just need to mentally prepare for this. And this is, you know, part of the process that I'm talking about right now is mentally preparing and really starting this week. I'm really focused on the person that I've become along the way. I'm focused on why am I actually doing this? And that is going to be my focus leading up until race day. So that is the prepare, prepare or prevent column. Then you move to the last step of the process. This is the act column. So this is where you ask yourself, all right, let's say that I'm afraid of getting injured during a hundred miles. I've listed out things that I can do to prepare or to prevent that from happening. In this act column, you pretend, let's pretend that I do get an injury during the race. You say, you ask yourself, what is one thing that I'll say to myself? And that's, and then what is one to two things that I'll actually do if this happens? So let's say that I get an injury during this race. What am I going to say or what am I going to do? I just list it out. I'm going to walk as far as fast as I can. And I'm going to walk to the finish line if I need to. Uh, I list it out. I'm going to find another way. I list it out. I'm going to rest, stretch, and problem solve. So I'm going to start walking. If it's an injury, okay, I, I, I can't run as well. Uh, I'm going to start walking. I'm going to try and find another way. I'm going to take a quick break. Maybe I'll change my shoes. Maybe I'll change my socks. Maybe I'll tape it up. Maybe I'll put you know a compression sleeve on it. I'm going to need to problem solve, and I'm going to need to figure it out. So that's what I put for that one. For getting sick or nauseous, again, I just listed out problem solving. I'm going to you know switch switch up what I'm eating or drinking and just try different things. This is something I've done in previous races where when I was puking, I just switched what I was drinking. If I kept puking up that up, I switched to something else, switched to solid foods, got more salt. Uh, you know, I just, you just experiment. It really is a problem solving game. And then the last one, and this last one is probably, probably one of the bigger fears. It's just that fear of not finishing. And so let's say, I 
experience a moment where I might feel like I can't finish or I end up not finishing? How will I, what will I say to myself or what will I do in that situation? I will number one, remind myself of why I'm doing it. And like I've talked about on this podcast, the main reason why I'm doing this has nothing to do with the race, the race. It's not about the race. It's all about the person I become along the way. And I already feel like I'm a better person for signing up for this race. And I'm thinking bigger for signing up for this race. Um, the second thing that I'll do is I'll write down all of the lessons that I've learned. And when you write down all the lessons that you've learned from an event, you realize how much you've gotten out of it, regardless of the outcome. So that will be helpful. And then what I said is I could do is I could just sign up for another hundred mile race. So after going through this process, listing out what you're afraid of, listing out what you can do to prevent it, and then listing out what you might say or do if that happens, you really do lose a lot of that fear. You lose a lot of those jitters because the things that you worry about, you realize you have a plan for, and then you realize there's things that are in your control and things that are not in your control. And then you realize if those things actually happen, it's not that big of a deal. And this has been a, a powerful exercise for me to do before 100 mile races. So that's why I wanted to share that with you. I'm literally looking at my journal right now as I've been going through this. This isn't just something I made up. This is actually something that I went through. And so I share this with you to share the inside you know, aspect of what I'm thinking about, what I'm experiencing, and I want you to use this tool with whatever challenge it is that you are facing. And, you know, just this last thought that I have that I want to close out with. I mentioned in the intro, I'd finished my last long run before this 100 mile race, and it was 10 miles. And after the 10 miles, I just kind of felt like this like sigh of relief. And it was like, all right, I did it. I'm here. I'm ready. I'm physically ready for this. I put in the training. And I had this thought to thinking back to, it was around three years ago, I was at the pool, I was swimming with a friend who was an ultra marathoner at the time. At the time, I had never done an ultra marathon. And he was talking about doing 50 mile races and 100 mile races. And he asked me, would you ever do a 100 mile race? And instantly I said, no, I would never do that. Like I could, I could never do that. And I thought back to that moment. And then I think I thought back to that moment and then I thought about where I'm at now. And I was just filled with a deep, immense gratitude and pride. And I was just like so proud of myself for getting to where I'm at because it's been a journey. It's been three to four years where I started with a 25K, which is 15 miles. Then I did a 50K, which is around 31 miles. And then I did a 50 miler last year. And now I'm at a hundred milers, a hundred mile race. So this has all happened in the past three and a half years. And it all started with that moment of me saying, no, I could never do that. And I think that's really the biggest lesson in all of this. When you sign up for a big challenge, when you go through this framework, this thought process, you become a different person and you become the type of person that can continue or last despite whatever stands in your way. And so that's just the last thought that I have for you today. So if this was valuable, go ahead and leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, wherever you're listening. It is extremely helpful to me. And also uh, check me out on Instagram. Follow me. I will be documenting my journey every single day leading up to the event. And until next time, I'll talk to you all later.